Welcome to the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. This is the place where you'll learn cutting-edge personal brand strategies from today's most recognizable influencers. We're going to teach you how to build a rock-solid reputation and then how to turn that reputation into revenue. I'm your lead host, Rory Vaden, co-founder of Brand Builders Group, Hall of Fame speaker, and New York Times bestselling author of Take the Stairs. Welcome to this special recap edition of the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. In just a minute, you're going to hear myself and my wife and business partner, AJ, do a debrief recap and summary of our most recent interview with our big takeaways. But before we dive into that, I just wanted to let you know that people often ask us, What is the first step to building a personal brand? And if that is you or someone you know, then you have come to the right place because we have put together for you a free video short course to help you get started. Just visit firststep.brandbuildersgroup.com to get access. In it, we're going to walk you through what exactly is the genesis of a personal brand and the six key questions that every personal brand must be able to answer, but that almost none ever do. So go ahead and visit again, firststep.brandbuildersgroup.com to get started, and we'll see you there. Now on with the recap. Hey, Brand Builder, (laughs) welcome to the special three and three recap edition of the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. I'm joined by my wife and the CEO of Brand Builders Group, AJ Vaden. We're breaking down our top three each, our top three highlights of the most recent interview, this one, with none other than the extraordinary and remarkable Dennis Rodman. I'll let AJ first start by critiquing my performance on the podcast <laughs> because she, 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 she has something that she wanted to share with no, me. No, I didn't. I just said that you were really awkward. <laughs> <laughs> the whole time, I was like, why is he being so weird on this interview? It's like you didn't I know. I wasn't being weird. I don't know if you were starstruck or... A little bit. I, I was a Rodman. I mean, I was a Chicago Bulls. I mean, I grew up in the 1990 Chicago Bulls era, wow. man. Like for all Rodman of those was... listening, it's the most awkward of all the interviews on Rory's part, <laughs> not necessarily on Dennis Rodman's part. Yeah, well, thanks for pointing that out. So that's good to know. If you want to hear me <laughs> being awkward, go back and listen to the interview. If you want it to get some uh, valuable insights, though, let's talk about those. I'll start <laughs> off. You know, one of the things that he said was just, it's not necessarily super profound, but a great reinforcement. And it's interesting to hear it from like the horse's mouth, so to speak, is he said, you always have to find new ways to keep people interested and keep people's attention. And it, it really hit me deeply on the interview when he said he was one of the first personal brands. And that really hit me in a big way because I, I never realized that before. I mean, think about it. Dennis Rodman was one of the first non-musicians to build a massive personal brand and following offset or off camera. And he really was one of the first people that ever did that. So that was a big thing for me was that 
you've got to just be thinking of new ways, no matter who you are, no matter how big you are or how well known you are, you always got to be thinking of new, new ways to keep people interested. So I thought that was good. Yeah, I think one of the things that I thought was really interesting is he talked about even, you know, back then, which is this is like, what, 20 years ago? Yeah. Kind of crazy. It's 20 years ago or more. It's like in addition to being the all-star NBA player that he was, he also wrote a book. Mm-hmm. He's a New York Times bestselling author. I didn't even know that until prepping for this. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't realize then that. he was in movies. He was in that, was it All-Star Jam movie? Cartoon? Yeah, yeah, maybe. In, Animated? In, Anyways. Yep. But he was writing books. He was in movies. And he was the A-star player that he was in his field of practice, which is basketball. And it's like, if you really think about it, he was also one of the first to do that. I was like, he was really amazing on the court, but he was doing so many other things off the court, which increased his interest and his following. And I think he was using part of his uniqueness to do all of these things. I mean, he was being fascinating, which encouraged people to follow him. And I think that was what was really interesting because I think so many people today, at least people we talk to, uh, one category of people that we do a ton of work with are people who have built a really amazing online following, Mm. but that's it. Yeah. They don't have a way of monetizing it. They don't have a book. They're not speaking. They're not training, consulting, coaching. They don't have a course. They don't do all of the things that are necessary to actually make your following valuable and monetary capacity for yourself. And I think that his point was really amazing. It's like you can't just do one thing and expect everyone to know you. And we were talking about that afterwards. And I said, it's true because even though I'm not a huge basketball fan, I know who he is. Right, yeah, you were because it's like how many basketball players could you actually name? And there were three. <laughs> uh, and here's what I said. It's like I would recognize him regardless. Yeah. And I would recognize Michael Jordan. I think the other one I said, I was like, Yeah, I think the other one was Larry Bird, but I couldn't tell you who he was if you paid me. Do you know who dollars. LeBron James is? No, I mean from back from then. From back then, okay. All I know right. Who Just LeBron make, is. make sure. LeBron, we love you. If you would like I to come on the show, we, we'd be willing to have you. Or if you would like some uh, consulting on your brand strategy, <laughs> LeBron James, we're, we're big fans. AJ is your, your yes, biggest fan. Yes, biggest fan. Um, but it's like, and I know Steph Curry. So those yeah. are the two that I know today. Babe, Congratulations. Look at, that's legit. But again, to the point, like, he stands out. And he's memorable and he's last the test of time in terms of people in our generation. Do you know who he was from 20 years ago? Mm-hmm. And I think that's just really amazing. I think it's because he was doing more than just one thing. Yeah. And ESPN just released the 30 under 30, which was, it was just epic. I've heard it was epic. I haven't sat and watched it, but several friends watched it. And Darren Prince who was one of our brand builders group clients. That's how we met Dennis Rodman. You know, their team's been working on that. And Dennis is out in the media a lot right now to help promote that. So it was really amazing. One of the things I wanted to underscore, which AJ just said, which was also one of my top three highlights, was that you have to be willing to put the work in or that he was willing to put in the work on the court. And that gave himself the right to express who he was off the court. And I think, you know, that's really important is just always, even though there was a lot of things that he was doing that might be viewed as like distractions, he was still dominating the whole time that he yeah. was playing. I mean, he was the rebound king. Like he made rebounding popular He in defense, right? And that's another thing that I love about Dennis Rodman. You know, you people, when they think of Dennis Rodman, they think about how flamboyant he is off the court. 
But on the court, man, it was as like nitty gritty and disciplined and fundamental and basic and unexciting. I mean, rebounding and defense, like the two things that nobody, everybody wants to shoot and pass and score and dunk. And he just rebounded to defense. And I, I just, I thought that was powerful to hear him say, that he was intentional with building his personal brand and his influence off the court, but make no mistake about it. His number one focus was to keep the main thing, the main thing, and you should do the same and I should do the same. And we have to do the same thing, which is in whatever your lane is, right? Like at brand builders, we call it your uniqueness. Once you figure out your lens, your, the problem you solve in your uniqueness, you have to dominate that thing. You have to go deep into that exploration. You have to become like one of the world's true experts in that thing. And then that is what opens the door to so many other things. It's, it's another parallel with Sheehan's mm-hmm. wall about breaking through the wall. Rodman broke through the wall in basketball with rebounding and with defense. And then he expanded that into all those other things. So, so well, make sure you I master think, your craft. And I think too, to kind of, elongate that conversation it's like he did that through his skills but he also did it through his uniqueness yeah i mean the bro stood out right the colored (laughs) hair the tattoos the earrings it was like he stood out and it was really interesting as we were talking to him uh, rory was asking him like well how much did you do that intentionally and he was like i didn't do it intentionally i was just being me and i was and this was before tattoos were popular, right? Uh-huh. Back then, it was like still pretty rare to see. Like, I'm gonna have to start. I'm gonna carry a ruler around with me, and every time that Rory interrupts, I, my I get talk, to talk too. I'm wipe it. I get to talk too. You talk the whole time. I don't talk the whole time. We're gonna score. We're gonna we're gonna do a time code. For all of you who are watching, who don't know, we are married, and we do like each other <laughs> most of the time. But I think that that's really fascinating. It's like he wasn't trying to be intentional of let me do this to get this attention and let me dress this way. It's like, no, he said, I was just unashamed to be me. Mm -hmm. And that meant dressing in drag or getting tattoos or doing his hair or doing the, all of the things that were very uncommon or very kind of like awe shocking back then. It was like, wait, you do what in the NBA? What? Now it's super common. Then it wasn't. Yeah, but I love the whole point of he was, I wasn't trying to do it to get attention. He goes, I was just really comfortable being me. And that got attention because it was so outside of the norm. And I think that's just too living into your uniqueness. And what it did for him, in addition to being a massive expert at his field, it also made him stand out from everybody else. And that is why we still know and recognize him today, even though he hasn't been playing the game for almost 20 years. Yeah. I think over, yeah, I think over, 20, over yeah. 20 years. It could be longer, longer than that, than but that. we don't know. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so another, that was a similar highlight for me. My third one was that he said that you have to love what you do so much that you're never afraid to share it with the world. And I think it's just being convicted in what you do that to where you don't, have this resistance. I I heard Dean Graziosi talk about this one time. We don't know Dean, but I I heard him talk about this at an event as he said, you know, like everybody likes talking about their thing until it comes time to like actually ask for money. And then we all kind of like shrink and cower and like disappear. And he's like, that's when you need to activate. Like that's when you need to light up. That's when you need to like play big and be confident is because you're so convicted in, in both what you do and, in Rodman's case, who you are. Yeah. 
that you just, you're not afraid to, to share it. And that's hard to do. Like it's easy to say, be yourself, but it's, it's actually hard. Like it takes a tremendous amount of security and confidence. Yeah, you know, to you're going to get it. the haters. Now who's interrupting who? I'm well, just saying. I'm just trying to catch up. <laughs> uh, so I appreciate, I appreciate your. But at, to that point, I think it is really important. It's like, you better be so secure in who you are that it doesn't matter what the haters say. You're just being your true and authentic self. And that is, that is hard. Um, it's like that really, you know, can be a blow to a lot of people's self-esteem. And it's like, hey, here's the deal. If people don't like you, tell them not to follow you. Yeah. Like not everyone's going to like you. That's just the truth, right? Not everyone's going to like you and they don't have to like what you have to say, but that doesn't mean you should change who you are. And that doesn't mean you shouldn't speak your truth. That just means you have to be so confident and so secure in it. It doesn't matter. And I think that is what he did and what he's doing still today. Yeah. Yeah. All right. My last one. And I thought this was just a testament to what all of the other people have been saying too. And he said it in a little bit of a different way. And he said, man, if social media would have been around when I was at the height of my game, mm. I would have been a billionaire. Mm. <laughs> and, and I think that's I so that. true. But here's the thing that really stuck out to me. He goes, it's if it was around then, but it's, it's about the test of time of who got in and who has stayed in, who's been consistent, who is doing it, because it is so cluttered now. You have to post more, be louder, be more unique, be more of yourself, because there is so much to cut through, which is why I think when there are new pieces of technology coming out there, you better know what they are. If this is your profession of choice, is this, if this is what you feel like your calling is, then you have to know how to reach people. And when the most popular platforms like Instagram, they announce new things, like it's giving you the opportunity to get in in the beginning, mm. right? The big thing right now is IGTV, right? You've got all the things they're wanting you to, they're directing you towards video oh, and now it's live video. But it's like, even though you weren't in in the beginning, you know, however long it was ago at college was that 15, 16 years ago with Facebook. Like that doesn't mean you don't have the opportunity to get in on new platforms and new mediums today. But many times they're the micro platforms within that bigger platform. Like a new feature. A I new love feature. that. I love that. And I think that's a lot of what he was saying. It's like, man, if that would have been around back then, I would have been a billionaire. And that just like, it hit me in a way. It's like, yeah, but you have that opportunity today. It just looks a little different. So don't let it slide by. Don't be like, well, this is how I do it. And it's like, no, it's actually your job as a part of this industry to be on the cutting edge of how do you reach people? Yeah. I love that. I've not mm -hmm. thought about a new feature is almost like a new platform. Yeah. I really love that insight. And like AJ said, it is your job. Like remember the reputation formula. And if you, if you don't know what we're talking about, if you, if you actually go to RoryVadenBlog.com, there's a free video course that explains the reputation formula, but it's results times reach equals reputation. And hopefully you have good results. Hopefully you're good at what you do. Hopefully you develop your expertise and your uniqueness. These are things we talk about a lot, but a part of your job is to also work on your reach. People have to know about you. As AJ says, if they don't know about you, they can't do business with you. And so with that, it's like AJ doesn't even have to give her own quotes. I talk so much. I can give her quotes for her. And I don't know if that counts as my time or her time, but it's good stuff that you need to know. So build your reach, be it unique, be yourself, be more of who you are. That's what we got for this recap. And then don't forget to go out and check out the full, uh, the full interview with the one and only Dennis Rodman. Thanks everyone. See ya.
That's all we've got for this episode of the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. But here's some great news. One of the most valuable things you can do to help us and other new potential listeners to find our show is for you to both rate this show and leave a review. So as a special bonus for you, if you leave us a comment in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen, take a screenshot of your review and email it to podcast at brandbuildersgroup.com. We will give you free 30-day access to 25 of our most popular interviews on video in your own private members-only area. So go right now, rate us, review us, and then send a screenshot of it into podcast at brandbuildersgroup.com. And we'll get you set up with free access to our most popular video interviews all in one place. Also, just please share, share, share this podcast with anyone who you think might enjoy it. And until next time, remember that building a business isn't nearly as valuable as building a reputation. 